Our God is a missionary God, and we are His missionary people. You're listening to The Scent Life, the official podcast of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Hey, welcome. Today is your lucky day. Today on The Scent Life, we've got a special guest. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, church planting. We're going to talk about evangelism. We're going to talk about America's the mission field. Uh, Thanks for tuning into The Scent Life. Welcome to The Scent Life. I'm Scott Hildreth. I'm here today on the campus of Southeastern Seminary uh, with one of our friends, uh, Dr. Kevin Ezell. Hey, thankful to be here, Scott. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Kevin Ezell is the president of our North American Mission Board, and he's on our campus. And since this semester we're talking about evangelism, we thought, who better to have in the studio than the guy who kind of helps us as Southern Baptists keep on point. So thanks for all you do there. Well, you're kind. I always always love being on campus and and thankful for all that Southeastern's doing, Danny's doing, Dr. Aiken, I mean. (laughs) So uh, uh, you're incredible partners and and just thrilled to be here today. Hey, thanks a ton. So Dr. Ezell, for for those of us that are listening, the North American Mission Board is in? It's in Alpharetta, Georgia, uh, north of Atlanta. Right. And it was put there purposely because of the airport. They thought they were going to build an airport north of Atlanta. They right. never did do that. <laughs> so we drive 40 minutes to it now. But but uh, we can go pretty well direct anywhere in North America. Like next week I'm going to Wyoming and, you know, last week went to Texas. So you can just fly pretty direct. That's you, the reason it's located there. Yeah, you do have a little airport in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when we think about uh, Southern Baptists and the founding of the Southern Baptist Convention, we had the what at one time was the domestic mission board and then it was the home mission board and now it's right. the North American mission board. Right. You kind of gone through also kind of an iteration of assignments and things like that with Southern Baptists. So right. can you talk to us a minute about what does the North American mission board do? So anyone who's asking, yeah. thinking, you know, we, we give some money, we hear about all this stuff. So what, what kind of assignment and responsibility does the North American Mission Board have? Sure. Now, that's a great question because it became the whole mission board became almost a, a catch-all, right. you know, for what was left. And, and they even combined some entities several years ago and, and when it became the North American Mission Board. So our focus is everything we do is about evangelism. We, if, if it's not about evangelism, we just don't do it. Right. And, uh, of course, evangelism is centered in, in the church. Mm-hmm. It's really up to the pastor and the church to, to do that. But our, our job is to help cultivate and provide resources and encourage them to to stay uh, focused on evangelism. And now is more important than ever because right. it's, uh, it's it's our churches are having a harder time in evangelism right. than ever. And one, one of the biggest evangelism strategies that we have is, is church planning. Mm-hmm. And uh, years ago, back in 2010, we had about 13% of our budget went to church planning. Mm-hmm. Today, about 55 to 60% okay. of our budget goes to church planning. And we do that through something called Sin Network, mm-hmm. and Sin Network's a, a brotherhood of our churches who are planting and being planted. Right. And then, and then we do Mercy Compassion Ministry, disaster relief, mm-hmm. all that's under Mercy Compassion. We do that under the umbrella of Sin Relief. Right. And and uh, do Mercy and Com- uh, Compassion all over North America. We have twenty ministry centers that we work out of, but also it's about it's trying to get Southern Baptists to you know put their their hand to the plow, so to speak, and and do real ministry and engage in ministry. And then and the other fourth, if you will, vertical, we right. call it, evangelism, church planning, compassion, mercy, is chaplaincy. We okay. have over 3,300 chaplains wow. uh, stationed all over the world. Okay. And so we're real grateful for it. We're the largest endorsing uh, uh, entity in North America. 
right. uh, with chaplains. Yeah, so I've heard you say often that uh, you, you even emphasized in your introduction that uh, that your 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 direction really is to work with and through the local church. So right. some people talk about, hey, Nam, this is Nam's church planter. This right. is Nam's employee. But you, I think, rightly so, make this great emphasis that no, that it's not a Nam, mm-hmm. Nam church planter, whatever. This, this is through the local church. Can you talk a little bit about that? philosophy or theology that goes behind that and how that really drives what you do no scott i'm glad you said that it, obviously the bible makes it very clear churches plant churches right and and we don't want to get in the way of that and right. the problem where nam has made us mistake in the past in my opinion mm-hmm. is it tried to do things the church should have been doing sure. and so what we want to do is come alongside the church and basically what i like to say is throw gas on the fire mm-hmm. say, churches can plant churches yes you can do it by yourself uh some can sure but but with our help Perhaps you can do, instead of doing one, you could do three. Instead right. of three, you could do five. Instead of five, you could do eight. And and uh, we come up with an assessment so we can assess the planners. Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes they'll say they're NAM right. uh, planners because they've been NAM assessed or SIN network assessed. And then we, we provide assessment, we provide training, and we provide coaching. Mm-hmm. And that sense of brotherhood. Vance Pittman yep. is the president of SIN network and is doing a fantastic job of building that sense of uh, brotherhood that we really want to see with planners. And, and it is the largest church planning network in North America. Right, yeah. So um, you've just gone through a real season. I guess you're not really ever done with fundraising. Right. But uh, we've just kind of moved through this season of your largest mm-hmm. emphasis on funding the yeah. Annie Armstrong Easter offering. Right. For those that are listening, maybe think I, when I was a pastor of a church, I had a guy say one time, when are we going to pay this Lottie Moon's debt off? Right. Yeah, we keep right. talking about so can you talk a little bit about Annie Armstrong Easter offering? What sure. does it mean and how does it fund and help and support yeah. this great work the North American Mission Board does? I'm glad you said that. It, there are two offerings Southern Baptists have. Uh, we give the, through the cooperative program. Right. That's one, one way we give. And there's two special offerings. One is the Lottie Moon mm-hmm. that offering that uh, supports the international missions. And then Annie Armstrong supports North American missions. We do that at, at Easter. What people don't realize is for IMB and NAM, uh, those special offerings represent about 55% of our uh, wow. uh, budget and revenue. And the cooperative program represents about 35%. Okay. And then then uh, we have donors and interest uh, that uh, allow for the rest of it. But you know, over 50% easy is provided in a matter of just a few weeks. Yeah. 47,000 churches, you know, come together and give sacrificially mm. and and provide an incredible amount. Last year it was $69 million. It was the largest ever. In this day where people uh, like to talk negatively against denominations sure. or, or church networks like the SBC is a— cooperation of, of autonomous churches, we've had six straight record years, we like to say, mm. of, of Annie Armstrong. Wow. And uh, now five of those are record highs, record giving. Right. And, of course, uh, during the pandemic, we had a record low. Record but low. We, still, we still call it a record, you know. So we had, uh, But it's it's been incredible. People are sacrificially yeah. given to missions. One thing about Southern Baptists, man, right. we're not perfect people, right. but, but they do love their missionaries, right? Yeah, and and the interesting thing about Annie Armstrong sure. and Lottie is Lottie Moon is one hundred percent of what you give goes to the field. Yeah. It doesn't go to Alpharetta for a um, uh, you know a copier. It doesn't go to to my salary mm-hmm. or to any any administrative cost. It all goes to the field, right? Yeah, and that really is a, a unique piece. I, when I'm in churches at the Easter season, I emphasize Annie Armstrong Easter offering. I try to make mm-hmm. that point is unlike other 
um, fundraising opportunities that you may give to right. where significant portion often is siphoned off for administrative fees. Mm-hmm. This offering is 100% field driven, goes straight right. to the field, supports the work that uh, that you guys exactly. do. Exactly. We have to actually, we give it an audited report every year and we have to uh, account for every dime of that going to the field. We actually spend more money on the field than comes in. Yeah. And our goal this year is 70, 70 million, but it, it's it's amazing if Southern if if people could see and be with the missionaries on the field that's what would motivate yeah. that motivates to give when you see their heart and the passion that they have to serve people yeah the church right the church is what funds it the church is what sends it the church that's is what, what does it and that's what makes Southern Baptists what we are yeah and, and what's so critical critical about North America missions is one hundred percent of the revenue for the International Mission Board comes from North America right. And so the stronger our churches are in North America, the stronger our mission enterprise is all over the world. That's a great point. And if it goes down in North America, then honestly, it's going to dry up for international missions as well. Yeah. So um, the stronger we are here, all boats rise yeah. much quicker. That's a great point. You know, this this season, we've we've emphasized evangelism. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, obviously, you at the North American Mission Board, one of your kind of real strong points and, and passions is evangelism right so can you talk a bit about what how the north american mission board equips southern baptist to be more effective in evangelism uh how does the north american mission board uh, equip southern baptist churches to to reach their community what are some of the 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 training the resources the encouragement that that nam provides for us no that that's a a a great question the hard hard thing about evangelism as you know it's man it's done in the church the churches don't do it but NAM has never baptized anyone. Yep. International Mission Board has never baptized right. anyone. Um, it's churches that do that. And, and our, our focus has been to motivate pastors to lead their churches. Yeah. And so the question was, well, how do you do that? Yeah. We, we, we provide resources like three circles. and mm-hmm. I mean, we've all hopefully learned some way that we like to share the gospel. That's right. And so we, we found that you can't just do one. Mm-hmm. We have a whole... You know, chef of several resources, and we keep putting more out there, right. uh, whether it be on apps and just giving them several different ways to, to teach and train their church. But there's no better way to do it than to model it. Mm. And what we have to have is pastors who will show and model uh, and multiply. Right. And and that that's been I never dreamed. You know, the big part of this job would be to try to um, encourage and really almost beg pastors to share their faith. Yeah. I didn't, uh, but that it is a big part of this is, is just trying to look, you've got to stay focused on evangelism. So we have, we have, you know, uh, people that sometimes are against gimmicks, but we have different campaigns. Okay. Like who's your, who's one, your one is a one is, is it, we think is important. Every person should have at least one person they're praying for right. and trying to to lead to Christ. And so we constantly keep creative ways like that out there for, for pastors to lead their church through. And, and, and they've done very well with that. You know, what's interesting is in our church plants, a church plants focus on that. They have to, because right. they're not going to have people if they don't reach people. Right. When you, when you go into the, uh, in the Northeast, the Midwest, West and mm-hmm. Canada, I mean, 85% of Southern Baptists are in the South. That's right. Uh, they're in the SEC and the ACC, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the other conferences where we've got to reach. And so, um, you know, they have to to reach people. And that's why if you look at Canada, mm-hmm. in Canada, why we believe so strongly in church planning is is over 50% of the baptisms in Canada were from churches planted since 2010. Wow. Over 40% of the baptisms in, in New England are from churches 
uh, planted since 2010. Wow, I could go you know go on sure. and on and on, but the, but the, if it weren't for the church plant numbers, the baptism numbers would really be challenging. Right. And so um, they're actually uh, focused on the baptism because they have to be. Right. And uh, we have every planter goes through. We make sure they understand. You know, they all have a way they share evangelism, uh-huh. and they're they're assessed even on that. Right. So the tools that you provide, the encouragement you provide, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, the new church plan. Is, are, is the statistic still true that that new churches are more evangelistic than, than existing churches? Do you, do you find that still being a, a, an accurate statistic? Oh, yeah, very, very much so. And, and uh, again, a part of it is because when you land there, you, you don't get a lot of transfer growth in Boston. Right. You know, and so they've got to be really focused on that. And, and develop those relationships, and and that's where that's where it is. We, we we've lost somewhere, you know. We we've got to get people to have a genuine love for people. Mm. If you just genuinely love people, right. and and develop those relationships, that's what's going to give you more opportunities to share your faith. Yeah, you know, I heard several years ago that one of the reasons that Southern Baptists had traditionally grown is because we were reaching our children. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have babies, and then right. we don't baptize babies, but eventually they grow mm-hmm. up and and baptize. But we're not reaching, weren't doing a really good job of reaching those that we didn't birth. And so I think yeah. the North American Mission is a super challenge to your point when we move out of our home territories, reaching people who, you know, again, they didn't grow up in our families. They didn't grow up in our Bible mm-hmm. schools or, you know, our Sunday schools and reaching them with the gospel. Mm-hmm. And new churches are really this key, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one thing we found is that people are more interested in hearing about the gospel than mm. people are in sharing the gospel. Huh. Um, it's, 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 you know, people think, why? Well, it's really hard in certain areas. You know, some of our most, most evangelistic churches are in San Francisco. Mm. I mean, we have a great church, you know, right, not very far from Giant Stadium. Mm. And, and it really has no, it's no determination of where they are. Right. It's the person and the passion yeah. and the willingness just to engage people. Yeah. I've often... Uh, when I'm teaching evangelism, I often try to tell, whether it's in churches or students, that you have created in your mind this caricature of this really mean person that doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. But the fact is that person probably isn't out there. No. No, it's, it's amazing. You get on an airplane. Yeah. And before you even take off, there are people telling you everything about their That's life. Right. You That's know? right. And and it, it's amazing. You can be determined not to talk. <laughs> and, and, and and they're asking, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. The other day I was... I, I, I was in I was in Texas and I was talking about and some evangelism training mm-hmm. that we had, and and I was really tired. Got on the plane and the, the guy says, "Hey, you here for business?" I said, "Yeah." And I was just trying to trying to not talk. I was just trying not. I was tired, and and uh, he said, "Well, what were you in business for?" And I said, "Well, I was I was doing a seminar." And he said, a "Seminar about what?" <laughs> I said, about, "About telling people, you know, what it takes to get to heaven." And he said, "Well." And your per, in your opinion, what do you think it takes for a person to go to heaven? So he was evangelizing so he me was, to evangelize. Yeah, he was walking me through the whole steps, <laughs> and so I felt really guilty. He was like, man, I was tired and not focused, but you know, God was uh, opened up a door and, and had the opportunity to share. Yeah, so, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. So one of the other things that we do uh, through the North American Mission Board is send relief. And mm-hmm. I have always really appreciated your emphasis when you talk about send relief mm-hmm. to highlight the distinction about. Southern Baptists doing disaster relief right. compared to other organizations because right. you've really, I think, focused and the Sin Relief organization is focused like a laser beam on 
this is a platform for care, right? We do want right. to care for people, mm-hmm. but it's a platform for evangelism. It's right. a platform for church planting. Right. Talk a little bit about how that works and, and kind of roll out your understanding of, of yeah. why we do what we do when it comes to disaster relief and the way that it changes. Sure. Sure. Well, uh, sin relief helps us do the help and hope. Mm-hmm. You help people, but you share the hope of Christ. Right. And we're trying to meet needs and change lives. Right. And that's, that's what Jesus does. And the beautiful thing about sin relief is we do disaster relief and do it. Uh, Southern Baptists do disaster relief and do it extremely well. What we want to do with sin relief is expand it. Okay. Because Southern Baptists do a lot of things besides disaster relief. Right. You know, when it comes to poverty and, and, and mm. hunger issues, when it comes to adoption and foster care, Good. when it comes to international and refugees, when it comes to sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we have. Um, missionaries are focused on sex trafficking mm. that work with the FBI wow. and help. We, we can't put those up on stage right. at the SBC. Right. We can't put those in a magazine and, you know, here's where our secret ho- houses are. Right. We, but, but we have Southern Baptists have people on the front lines of those ministries and we do all that through sin relief. Yeah. And, and, and again, trying to help churches see that you can, we're trying to model it uh, so they can go and multiply it. It's, it's what you can do right where you are. Right. I used to take my, uh, church we'd go to guatemala and yep. go down the, the really poor area of guatemala and my guy's got a heart for the homeless in guatemala well they went back to louisville where mm-hmm. i pastored before i went to nam and like my word we have homeless here and so they started a homeless wow. ministry in louisville because they it was really sparked in guatemala and that's the whole idea of sin relief is look there, we have needs everywhere yeah. and and we want you to engage in those in disasters and and poverty or whatever it might come but but really want so that it will enlighten you and help you open your eyes to see the needs right across the street. Yeah, yeah. And we that then becomes this foundation for starting new churches, sharing oh, the gospel, everything that takes it place. It all works together. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Man, and that's it's a New Testament model. That's right. And so, um, you know, especially in the West, we found mm. when you look at Salt Lake City or Boise, Idaho, you know, when you're doing those community, mm-hmm. you know, we had a planner in Boise, Idaho uh-huh. go and 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 he created this Saturday work day to clean up a particular area of Boise and uh, the newspaper uh, got on it. And then the TV got on it and he ended up winning citizen of the month in Boise. <laughs> and he'd only been there for like three months. <laughs> he wasn't even a real boy. Huh? No, no. He just got online and, and put this together. And, and, you know, it's people have a heart to do that, right. whether they're a believer or not. Right. But it's a great Avenue. You know, it's amazing too. Even on disaster relief sites, we find people who, who go there to help people, right. But it's the volunteer. Do you think sometimes it's just the people we're helping that come yeah. to know Christ? Sometimes it's the volunteers wow. that come to know Christ because they just want to. They want to help, yeah. Yeah. and then they realize, man, there's something different about these people, yeah. and then um, they come to know Christ. That's great. Yeah, I love that. Right, I love the the this whole strategy that we have for the Send Relief, the Send Network, yeah. evangelism, the chaplaincy. It really gives us a a great opportunity as yeah. Southern Baptists to reach out. So, Doctor Zell, if you could kind of in one parting shot. I'm going to tell you to be short. I want you to be passionate, right? Uh, We think about missions and rightly so. People's eye goes to unreached people groups. It goes around the world. But if you could kind of implant within our our listeners um, this this passion as North America as a mission field. Right. How what 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 would you like people to take away? What would you like people to remember when we think about this country, of course, United States, Canada, 
as a no man we've got to be here on mission and this is why it's a right. significant mission field how would you what to, kind of roll your passion out your vision for that yeah to me north america has never been more ripe uh for a harvest mm-hmm. than now in the past you had to go to the ends of the earth the ends of earth have come to north america right i mean you go to you know, somewhere like D.C., the second largest population of Ethiopians mm. is in D.C. Wow. And, and you have an opportunity to reach people literally all over the world right across the street. Mm. And we just got to develop a passion and, tr- and get people to uh, move beyond their comfort mm. level and to build a sense of community with people and, and to, to, to love their neighbors and have a passion to share their faith. So um, I, I really believe it's never been more ripe mm-hmm. uh, for a harvest. We just got to have a passion about going. Yep. So thanks a ton for being here with us. No, thank you. I appreciate you coming to our campus. Appreciate you being on The Scent Life today. We've been talking with Dr. Kevin Ezell, who's the president of our North American Mission Board. Thankful for all that you do to lead Southern Baptists to be on mission to reach North America for the gospel. So thanks a ton. Oh, thanks, Scott. Appreciate it.